welcome back to the Worst Sister Shire podcast, where we believe if attempted murder is a crime, then attempted comedy is a podcast. We're three sisters who decided to start up a podcast to talk about our favorite shows and movies. And this week we'll be talking about a personal favorite of mine. Um, we're going to be starting off the first movie of the Twilight series. I have been begging my sister to, to do this with me ever since we started our podcast. And I have a lot to say. So before we kick into it, why don't we introduce ourselves? Hi, I'm Suna. I'm Sadie. And I'm Arzum. Who wants to start off? Let's look at the um, agenda that our best sister of the week has prepared for us. Sadie, did, what did you want to discuss first? Well, on the agenda, on my very detailed agenda that I made for you guys, right? Main points discussed. The first one is plot. All right, go for it. What, did, what have you got to say about the plot? We have our main character, Bella, who moves from... Arizona? Where did she move? Arizona, yeah. She moves from Phoenix to Forks. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a considerably smaller little um, town, and she moves there because her mum wants to travel with her stepdad. Um, there she meets um, a boy, Edward, who later she finds out is a vampire. They fall in love, and like that's the plot of the movie. And can I just say, bravo! Excellent movie and excellent plot. I I think it's an excellent plot. I like the movie. Don't believe the naysayers, a.k.a. Suna. I was just staying silent on the quality of this movie. We um, didn't get to quality yet. We're talking about the plot. The plot is supposed like is good. Like, when you just look at it generally, it's a movie you'd want to watch. I feel like in theory, yeah, if you were just listening to the plot on its own, it sounds like something I'd definitely be into. I feel like it could have been better executed. Like... Everybody in this movie looks like they have either diarrhea or constipation. Like, I don't know what they're eating in forks. It's the aesthetic. And they're obviously eating blood or garden burgers with berry cobbler. Pay attention. (laughs) Do you remember? That's your favorite. (laughs) Yeah, do you remember? It's my favorite. (laughs) They're having a hard time controlling their urges, okay? You need to be considerate. But, like, her urges also consist of her, like, just shaking her head whenever anyone asks her a basic question. Like, (laughs) are you asking me about the weather? (laughs) She literally has Tourette's. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's so unsure of herself, you guys. Like, she's just a normal girl, okay? Like, you don't even know. She's so beautiful because she doesn't know she's so beautiful. Bella is the most incredibly mediocre person I've ever seen, like ever. She's not like other girls. She's a normal girl. She's not like other girls. She wears leggings and converse under her prom dress. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, at that time she had a broken leg. But, yeah, like she's not like other girls at all. She she takes a little cactus from the desert with her to a rainy place. She's quirky. Also, like, for me, the thing I didn't get about Bella is, like, first of all, how boring is Forks? Because as soon as she gets to the school, everyone's just, like, obsessed with her. Like, literally everyone, boys and girls. Mm. And yet, after that first day, when she calls her mum on the phone to have, like, a chat about how Forks is going, she's, like, super depressed about how school's going and everything. Even though suddenly she's the most popular girl there. 
And all because one boy wanted to vomit when she walked past a fan. Yeah, because she stunk so bad, he wanted to leave the class. <laughs> like, I feel like her first day at school was everyone's dream first day at school. Like, that's not how first day at schools go. Like, ever. Exactly. She had, like, the most dream day at her school for the first day. And then she's like, yeah. it was so terrible. This one boy didn't like me. But that's just setting the tone for the rest of the movie. Like, there's an, an immediate attraction from her end to him. Yeah. That got her really depressed, even though she had the perfect day at school. Yeah, but okay. it's, it's like Edward says. It's because he's a predator. <laughs> but, like, also, I don't think that, you know, even if that hadn't happened, even if he had been, like, she doesn't stink and just, like, you know, went about his day next to her like a normal person without interacting too much, she still would have had that reaction because even when all the good stuff was happening before Edward thought she was stinky, um, she <laughs> was still miserable and moping around the school. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, that's just her. That's just her general di- disposition. She's gonna be miserable forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can I just say though, her hair looked fantastic in this movie, and I'm jealous. Yeah, it did every single. I scene. didn't like it. She's got like a half center parting. Like, what is that? I want her hair and her wardrobe. How cute were all her clothes? Okay, I said this to you when we were watching this. You already have her wardrobe. That's how you dress and dress when you were younger as well. You wear jeans and a sweater everywhere and, like, flat shoes. That's what you wear. Good. Well, she has excellent style and great hair. I just need her hair to complete my transformation. So I was like, oh, I love how she dresses, like, with her strappy sweaters. Like, you literally probably own that sweater. Go look in your cupboard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's true. I'm a Bella at heart. I just feel like there was a lot of awkward shots as well that was just meant to be romantic, but they're just like super awkward lying next to each other but not touching and staring each other in the face. Like the scene where they're in the field. Yeah, it's super awkward. What part of that is meant to be romantic? Every part. At least freaking hold hands, you lunatics, so you don't look like complete psychos. But he's really cold and a vampire. (laughs) <laughs> and that's basically their first date so um okay yeah it was their first date but she declared her eternal love for him 10 minutes ago that was He's sparkling. After the first date please well, apologies but they weren't far off they were far off okay she didn't want to seem skanky by no. holding hands on the first date all before that first date he was already stalking her at night watching her freaking sleeping she didn't Stalking know that. Her in the freaking in random for in random bookstores and she, that she goes to. Yeah, yeah, but if he hadn't, then she would have like she would have like died. She had figured out he was a vampire, and instead of running away like a normal f- person, lures him to the woods alone like a little lamb. Yeah, that's exactly what she was. The lion fell in love with the lamb. I don't understand where you're going with this. It's yeah, all, it all makes sense, Sona. It sounds good. My problem is, they were like, you guys are like, oh, they didn't hold hands because it was their first date. They were already doing crazy shit before then. Holding hands is the least of their problems. It is the most of their problems. <laughs> don't, sh- don't rush them. 
I, they are, I would they... hold hands with someone before they watch me sleep. My other concern with the plot line of this thing is if okay, like you're a family of vampires, you want to stay hidden, you want nobody to know who you are. You don't move to a small town where everyone knows everyone's business. Yes, you do. They move there because it's rainy most of the year and they can be out in, in public and free and stuff a, a lot more often. There's no bigger cities that they can do that. They also have like a bazillion dollars apparently. Build your own freaking courtyard. How is Bella the only person that's figured out they're vampires by now? She put it together by very basic clues that other people told her. Oh, they always take the day off when it's sunny. Bella's like super smart, like parallel to a guy who's been who's graduated 40 times, remember? Yeah, she's so smart. She knows the square root of pi. Yeah, exactly. So don't question it. And also, she knows the square root of pi. She knows the vampire guy. <laughs> exactly. That should be the tagline for this show. <laughs> it should be. Yeah, don't question it. She's just really smart and um, she just gets him on a deeper level. No, she really doesn't. It's just such Arya moves for her to be like, I fully trust you and I'm in love with you and I can't live without you. And she literally knows nothing about him. She knows he's a vampire. That's all she needs to know. Just like Arya knows he's a teacher. That's all she needs to know. Exactly. The parallels are significant. I I watch that movie at least once a year. I'm not even going to lie. At least once. Fair. The only problem I have with the first original, like the first Twilight, the one that we're talking about, is the ending, like the end scene where um, like that James guy takes her to the ballet studio. Like that was just overkill. What do you mean? Like, what would you have done instead? They could have done anything else. I don't like action. I like the romantic soppy stuff. If I'm going to watch something to feel good and be like, oh, that is the cutest thing ever. I want it to feel good and be the cutest thing ever. I don't want her to be dragged half to death and then him have to bite her. My only issue, I like the drama. I like the sort of life and death thing that happened. Like, I, I liked all of that. The only issue I had with that sort of drama was um like I guess how the way it came up like this all came up because James and this I feel like something deeper should have happened like maybe he had previous beef with Edward or something and he's doing it to get back at him not just that he randomly sniffed a girl in a field yeah and that's why her declaring her love to him at the end of the movie made like literally no sense because she barely knows him her, she almost freaking died and then she's like no I can't live without you like no it looks like you can't live with him cut your losses and go girl hmm. and what would you have done what would you what do you think the drama should have been I don't know less less stupid drama I'd say like she gets a phone call and it's her mom being frantic so she runs off without telling her dad or anyone like are you crazy yeah. Well, this was my problem with that plot line because she um she runs away to go answer the call that she thinks is her mum because the vampire told her like, "Oh yeah, like if you don't want your mum to die, come alone." But like this is a vampire that wants to kill you. Even so we all spoiler alert, we know that he didn't have her mum in the end. But even if he did, 
Why would you trust his word and be like, oh, yeah, he's going to let my mum go? No, he's just going to kill you both. Why would you not take the rest of the vampire family who's just devoted themselves to protect you along for the ride and be like, this guy's got my mum, let's go. Not to mention, right, Forks to Phoenix takes a plane ride. So how is it that she managed to slip away from the vampires? They had gone to Phoenix together, which I don't understand when they could have gone anywhere in the world while they went to Phoenix. That's the only issue I had with the movie. Like, that whole thing, the whole scenario with um, James trying to eat her. Like, that's... mm -mm. They they could have done something completely different. Also, if James didn't play with his freaking food, she should have just died instantly. Also, he's, he's, he's also a vampire. He could have played with his food and then eaten her within half a second anyway. Like, It's like they were like, oh, actually, this movie is dragged on with the sappy staring at each other without doing anything for too long. Let's just hurry up the end part. It, it feels like two distinct movies. Like the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie don't link up together like well. Like there's a clear divide. Like there could have been two different movies and you wouldn't have known. But I have to say I really did like the baseball scene that's my favorite scene. the baseball scene was amazing yeah i wish i could play baseball like that what i would have liked to have seen is you know that um scene when edward gets her on his back like a little spider monkey and they like run through the forest and climb trees and shit um i want to see the reverse of that so at the end they end up like with them two very high up on the tree they're just hanging out and it's all cool and everything I want to see them try look cool when they're getting down. It's easy to get down. She's gonna hold on to. She's gonna hold on to him. And he's just gonna jump. He's not gonna jump from that high up. Why not? Because he'll die. He's a vampire. Yeah, but not from that high up. It was like. I'm sorry. Does out al- does altitude change change the fact that you're a vampire? It changes how long you've got to fall. Do you think he can jump from the freaking stratosphere down to Earth too? The distance changes. Well, he can jump from, like, one tree to the lower branches. I don't know. I still think they'd, they'd look cool coming down. I don't think they would look cool. That's why I don't think they showed it to us. Okay. You have to awkwardly scurry down. <laughs> I said this a lot while me and Snow were watching this, but um, watching this as not a 12-year-old for, like, the first time in a long time – and as, like, more of an adult woman, um, Charlie is super hot. And no one's ever acknowledged this. I feel like he deserves the attention. I don't think he's super hot, but you also think Gordon Ramsay is hot. Charlie Swan is a dilf. And I stand by this <laughs> statement. I'll take it to my grave. No. <laughs> You're alone in that one, bro. I am not. I'm sure there is a subreddit that agrees with me somewhere. Okay, fans, do you or do you not think Charlie Swan is a hot dad? Let us know in the comments. My vote is no. Yeah, but you don't count. I don't count. Yeah, because you're not going to go to the comments. You don't look at our social media. <laughs> I don't. Only because I don't want spoilers. I said, yeah, he was the hottest person in this movie. Yeah, see, Snow agrees with me. Thank no, you. No, he wasn't, but okay. <laughs> I think I think the hottest person in this movie has got to be... um, What's that girl that was in Pitch Perfect? Anna something? Anna Kendrick. Yeah. 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 I like her in everything, bro. And I feel like she was, like, completely overlooked in this movie. She wasn't overlooked. She was a side character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she should have been the main. I don't think she should have. 
She's got too much facial expressions to be Bella. Yeah, exactly. And she plays, like, the best friend character well. Okay, so when I was reading it, right, and then, like, I read it after I watched the movie, but even though, like, even though I read it after the movie, I still couldn't picture Kristen Stewart as Bella. Like, I don't think she should have been Bella. Who do you think should have been Bella? I don't know. Like, the Bella that she portrayed is, like, okay, so Bella in the book is, like, this little awkward, frumpy little girl. Right, and yes, they have. But yes, you know, you know what I mean. Mm. Right, but then, um, like in the in the movie, she's just like super awkward. Like in the book, she had like a charismatic awkwardness, and in the movie, it's just awkward, awkward. Yeah, and she's supposed to be charismatic in the movie. That's why everybody. Yeah. The most natural looking scene she was in was one where she was talking to Edward. Um, they were hanging out in her room. It was after she had spoken to her mum and he came in and I think they were just chatting. And, like, but the whole conversation was, like, um, silent. Like, you could just see them talking and then there was a soundtrack over it. Like, you couldn't actually hear them talking. That was yeah. the bit where they looked the most natural. I was like, why won't you yeah. like this in the whole movie? Yeah, and then after that scene, she's she's still awkward with him. She was awkward with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's talk about other characters then since we're on the um topic. What did you guys think of Bella's school friends? Well, Suna, let's talk about your favourite character, Eric. Eric is a good character. I literally have no recollection of Eric from the times I watched Twilight before this. He's the other one that's vying for Bella's attention and overlooking, yeah. what's her name, Angela? Yeah. I remember him now. Well, I mean, I remember him now because I watched it yesterday, but like when he first came on the screen and he said he introduced mm. himself and he said what did he say he did i forget what he does he's a school photographer yeah. or the journalist or something school photographer i mean journalist sorry yeah and i was like oh yeah and we never see you again and i was like ah oh, we see him all the time and it was true yeah time <laughs> we do see him all the we time we see him at spoiler bella's wedding at the very end <laughs> he he consistently stays a friend what did um you guys think of some of the dialogue. So what's your favourite, like, quotes from the movie? How you like in the rain, girl. Yeah, that was a good one. Another one of mine is, as if you could outrun me. Yeah, when he's giving her the whole predator talk. Exactly. Yeah. When it was like, the reason you feel like this about me isn't because of romance. It's because my predator, it's like my thing for the predators, where I draw you in so I can kill you. And she's yeah. like, oh, that's so romantic. Yeah, she's like, that's hot. He's perfect. How about you better hold on tight, spider monkey? That was a good quote. That's so cringe. Yeah, that's why it's a good quote. Yeah. Oh, what's that thing that Rosalie says when um when Emma is trying to find the ball? My monkey man. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one. Why, is, why are they obsessed with monkeys for their romantic interests? Monkeys are cute. I also liked um, you're my own personal brand of heroin. Like... What brands of heroin do you have, Bella? Tell me some of these brands. She has at least two brands. She has a Versace one. <laughs> I didn't know heroin came in brands. It does. One of them is Bella. One of them is Bella. One is called Smack Attack. You're just jealous you don't have your own personal brand. What do you guys think of um, Bella's monologue when she's like the unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him? When she's like... There's three things I'm sure about. That Edward's a vampire, that some part of him thirsted for my blood, and that I was irre- irrevocably in love with him. 
To be honest, I think that part's a little cringe. It's very cringe. And it's also like, after all that stuff that she was saying about, no, I trust you, I know you won't hurt me. And then she's like, there's a part of him, and I don't know how dominant it is, but he's thirsting for my blood. And it's like, she senses there's a danger there, and that's why she's attracted to him. And it's like, so you don't trust him. (laughs) I had a question for Suna. We all know that you're very anti Ezra and Ari- Ezra and Arya, right? Yeah. How anti Edward and Bella are you? It's a totally inappropriate relationship. Expand on this theory. What do you mean expand on this theory? He's literally like a hundred year old man. It doesn't matter that he's in the body of a seventeen year old. The whole thing is right. It, there's an imbalance here of somebody who's really young and inexperienced and doesn't know anything, and somebody who is old and experienced and can take advantage of that. He's literally lived, like, 30 lives before her. He's clearly got the upper hand. And no amount of knowing the square root of pi will save this. They're not on the same footing. Who not only is so much older than you, has so much more life experience than you, should know much better than you, but because of his freakish vampiness, is also way more physically stronger than you. This is not a good relationship to be in. But if and it's love, if it's true love, who are we to judge? Uh, I'm here to judge anyone and everyone. That's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> That's why you asked for my opinion. <laughs> um, have you guys heard of the, the Twilight Saga official... The Official Illustrated Guide by Stephanie Meyer. No. No. So, basically, Stephanie Meyer wrote a book with all of these um, Twilight fun facts and snippets and stuff um, that weren't included in the book that should be, like, the assumed knowledge. And um, I haven't read it myself, but I've been seeing a lot of stuff about it um, because my Instagram feed is just full of Twilight content. But apparently in one of the sections, whatever she mentions that whatever age you get turned into a vampire is how emotionally mm. mature you stay for the rest of your life. Yeah, she would say that after all the backlash she got. Yeah. So this did come out after the fact, um, but that is something that's apparently in the sort of law for it, I guess. Um, and she's also been getting a whole lot of backlash about um, apparently once anyone of any ethnicity um, gets turned into a vampire, they turn white apparently. Not just like paler but like what? they change into a white person. And um, from what I can tell from – Then why wasn't Laurent white? That's what I was going to say. From what I can tell from Instagram and stuff like that, they specifically made him um, a person of colour to make her look less racist. But, yeah, so there's this whole book about, like, random small explanations of things um, and that Carlisle apparently is meant to still have a slight British accent even though he turned, like, 350 years ago. Also then, like, spoiler alert, and I haven't watched, um, like, beyond the first two movies I haven't watched them but I've read the books. But, like, isn't the – I've forgotten – the Voltari and stuff. Aren't they all Italian? Yeah. They are. So – They're white. White Italians. And there's other international vampires in her book too. Yeah. Yeah. No one said her books were well thought out. Okay, then. The one that she brought out after the series should have been at least. Yeah, it should have been, but it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway, the last book in the Twilight series was the worst one. It was so disappointing. 
that was like one of the few movies that I preferred the movie over the book. I haven't seen the movie. The only movies I watched are the ones I've seen with you guys, but I've read all the books. Well, up to the four. And then I haven't seen like the new ones that came out, like the Edward one or anything else. Well, this is going to be fun. Because I'll be watching it for the first time. Edward's version of um, yeah. the events that happen in Twilight is like twice as long because apparently Stephanie Myers goes into a lot of details. Like, you know that scene in the field that I was telling you about in the cast now where um, someone calculated the heartbeats and it's like he was sitting there silently listening to her heartbeat for three hours or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently he was also listening to all of the bugs around him and they like explicitly like explains which bugs he heard and how what they were doing and stuff like that. So it goes into a lot of like unnecessary vampire detail. Who does he think he is? A fig tree? <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. He wishes. One. For those who are listening who haven't listened to our other BBB podcast, that's a reference to Island of the Missing Trees by Elif Shafak, which is the first book we covered. The scenery and the backgrounds. That's another one that I wanted to talk about. I really like it. Like they, they did a really good job with the fork setup. I don't know if they were in a, like on location or if it was done in a studio or CGI. They were filmed in Forks. Is Forks a real place? It sure is. It's in Washington. I didn't know that. But like they did a great also, they did a great job. When you go to Forks, you can go see um Bella's house and you can see the Cullen house and everything. Really? Yeah. I guess who's taking a trip to Washington? Yeah, I desperately want to go. No, I really liked the the atmosphere that they created with like the giant trees and the way that um they used the they used the um the background and the I didn't know it was a real place. I thought it was like they made it on a, on a set somewhere. I was gonna say they did a hell of a good job. Can I just say Forks is a town? I just wanna live there. It's so cute and like aesthetically pleasing. But I need to get sunglasses that have the blue tinge so I can live out my twilight. Do you think fantasies. people just walk around with um vampire teeth? I don't think they do the vampire teeth, but they a lot of people do walk around to go see the twilight. I'm totally going to wear vampire teeth and visit. Do it. I'm going to be the, the unofficial member of the Cullens. Um, so when we got introduced to um, Jacob's ca- character, first thing Snar said was, are we sure he's not the vampire? Look at that tooth. Yeah, he had very long vampire-esque teeth. I didn't like his long hair. Um, but I also feel like he looks too young. Like, I don't know how old Christian Stewart was when she was playing this, but she was supposed to be playing a 16-year-old, right? Or a 17-year-old or whatever she was. And he's supposed to be only a year or two younger than her, but he looks tiny. He looks like a little baby. So I felt like the... Um, the crush that he had on Bella was inappropriate at times because of the massive, it's not a massive age difference. So a two-year age difference between them is huge to you. Age difference between a hundred-year-old man fine. Yeah, but he looks like he's young. But he's a vampire. You have to, you have to, you know, deal with it. If you want to love a vampire, you have to love the flaws. And the fact that he's he's been around since since the Spanish influenza. So Sadie, I just looked it up. Um, Kristen Stewart was seventeen when she played Bella in Twilight One, and Taylor Lautner was sixteen. So they really liked it properly. Yeah. Oh my god, she she looked like she was older. Like she looked like she's twenty something playing a seventeen year old. I thought she looked like seventeen. 
Yeah, she looks 17. She looks no older than 19. I feel like she looks like 17 to 19. Yeah, I'd say no. She's not in her 20s yet for sure. I felt she looked too much too mature to have Jacob had a crush on her. No, it looked about right to me. And also, I don't know, I feel like having a crush on someone older than you is harmless. It's a matter of if that person is a pedophile and taking advantage of you, which is the problem. Ezra, Arya looking at you. Yeah, 100% always looking at them. Bella Edward looking at you. Yeah, also looking at them, but also, um, Edward, please look at me. I would like to be your vampire girlfriend. Thanks. Yeah, so you guys are only okay with this literally because you think he's hot. That's the only reason. I prefer Jacob to Edward. I'm team Jacob. Hmm, wasn't expecting that. I'm not okay with this. I'm just of age and I would like to be a vampire girlfriend. I would like to be a werewolf girlfriend, not going to lie. I would like to never meet either of you. I used to be a Jacob girl, but I feel like my taste has changed now I'm an Edward girl. Okay, so if you guys were directing it, what would you change? So I was just going to say the entire thing. I, I would keep the location and the soundtrack and the baseball scene. Yeah. What else would you change and how? So am I allowed to change the storyline or do I have to be like stick to the storyline? You can change the storyline. I would say stick to the storyline. You can change it. I would say stick to it because it was a book. But like you, you already said that you wanted to change the ending and like the whole James thing. So I think it's her that she gets to change the storyline. Yeah, true. It's fair. She does get to change the storyline. I to pick some of the stuff that I don't think makes sense. Like how she just instantly falls in love with him for no reason and then like insists to throw her life away for him. Like, at least make it a real love story that seems realistic. You know? I feel like there was a lot of just staring at each other and they know nothing about each other. There was literally not one romantic thing that happened. Yeah, I would like to see, like, more dates or more conversations between the two. Possibly the most romantic thing that happened is he saved her life. And just, like, how ridiculous she was with some of the stuff that she was saying to him too, like... She's like, why didn't you just let me die then if you're not going to talk to me? And it's like, you don't need to love someone to save their life. Like, if you, if you see someone's in trouble and you can help them, why wouldn't you help them, first of all? Second of all, you literally don't know this guy from a bar of soap. Why are you so obsessed with him? So I would change her neediness. And then she has the gall to tell that other Angela girl that she's a strong, independent woman, like she's out there doling life advice. And it's like, Bella, why don't you be a strong, independent woman first? And also, I didn't like how she went with the girls dress shopping and then acted like she was better than them because she's like yeah. not like other girls. Yeah. Seeing this movie through the eyes of like a critic, like Suna, <laughs> it's making me change my opinions. <laughs> I'm now wondering all of my life choices. Have I been making the right choices? <laughs> <laughs> you've been doing. I've never actually you've been doing fine. You've been making right choices. I feel like what it is is that you guys can turn off that critical part of your brain so that you can actually just enjoy the movie, whereas I'm like, no, this is shit. (laughs) This doesn't make sense. (laughs) You need to learn how to turn off your brain sometimes. I can't. Okay, I know the square root of pi. I'm really smart. The music was good. The way cinematography was done was good. Like, I'm not going to lie. They did a great job with that. Um, the CGI of things and how they were like running up the trees and running around doing the baseball, that's pretty good. Like for its age, I'd say it's pretty good. Um, 
But one of my favourite things about Twilight is the fact that it opened the door to the supernatural world. Like, after Twilight, I basically lived on Wattpad. Well, that's what happened with Fifty Shades of Grey. It was a um, Twilight fanfic turned novel. Really? Yeah. Well, Fifty Shades of Grey is sort of Twilight-esque in a way. Especially the end bit when she got that creepy guy chasing her. That just comes out of nowhere. Exactly like Twilight. I know. But, like, I would say Twilight is, like, the um the front runner for the supernatural theme. After Twilight, it just went mental. And I'm here for it. I like werewolves and vampires. I don't, which is the funny thing. I think Twilight is my exception to the rule. I don't ordinarily like supernatural stuff. There's a book that I found on Wattpad that um I finished reading on Wattpad, but since then has been um, published to, like, a real book. Mm. I'm going to get you guys the name of it. It's really good. It's really good. I highly recommend you watch that. So it's about this um it's a it's about like a werewolf community, mm-hmm. right? And every time like a new alpha comes up, he has to go to the town and find his mate. Mm-hmm. And like it's called the it's called the reaping. So like once a year all the males of the of this like werewolf tribe go down and they get their they find their mate, they sniff out their mate, and they bring them back up. So this person isn't, like, a werewolf themselves. Mm. Only men, only men. It's really good. It's really good. I was surprised at how good it was. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be that good. Mm. Interesting. But now- Yeah, I'm not hugely into supernatural things either. Like, I never got into, like, Vampire Diaries or Supernatural or anything else. Like, I like witch things, like Charmed. Um, but, like, not really vampires or werewolves and stuff like that. Suna, how many dollops do you give the first Twilight? Oh, okay, the first Twilight. Um, I give it three dollops. That's more than I thought you were going to give it. I probably, like, I have seen it a few times now, mainly because of you two, and I probably wouldn't watch it again, but it's an okay movie. It's got a cult following for a reason, right? But I wouldn't say it's above yeah. average. Like, I think it's average. It's an average movie. I'm thinking of it in the category that it's in. So I'm not doing that mistake of comparing it to, like, a cinematic masterpiece. In the category. It's yeah, like the boy the striped pajamas. Yeah. I reckon three for its supernatural category that it's in. I give it a four for the supernatural category. Hmm. What about you, Arzum? So I give it a four and a half. I won't judge you if you give it five. Yes, you will. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think there are some things that I would change about it, like that we've talked about throughout this. And um, I think it's similar to like what I was talking about with the Island of Missing Trees, but there's like a couple of small things that I feel like I can't get over that need, needed to have been improved for it to make it a perfect book, slash, and this mm. one, in this case, movie. So, um, I think that's what's holding me back and it's less perfect than that, that book. So it deserves a lesser rating. So it's um, a four and a half for me. Yeah. So what are, what are the things that you would need to change to be a five star for you? Well, for me, it's like that pacing issue that we talked about, how it could be two different movies. Um, mm. I, like, I like the sappy side and I like the action thing that happens as well, but it's just so quick to change. And the other mm. thing in relation to that is 
the story of why James goes after Bella is not strong enough for me. I feel like there needs to be more backstory to that. Like there needs to be some previous like Edward James beef or a more disrespectful interaction at the field or something because it feels like really random for him to just sniff a woman and then be like, okay, I'm going to kill her, bye. Yeah, but like without, throughout the entire series, you see, you hear from a lot of the vampires that she smells delicious. Yeah, she yeah. smells delicious, but they've also been around other people before and, you know, they've smelt her and they haven't gone into a frenzy. So that's the, those yeah. are the couple of things that kind of bug me. And, um, yeah, otherwise I think it's an excellent movie and I definitely will watch again probably like when I get home tomorrow. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, the other thing that bothered me that I didn't get to mention is like how unnecessarily rude Bella was to Charlie. It just wasn't needed. She could have just made yes. up another excuse to leave. By dad, I miss mum. I'm going to see her for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Or even if she wanted to make it like a sudden I have to leave right now thing, she could have been like, I just had a fight with Edward. I just want to get out of here for a while. I'll call you when I get to Phoenix or something and leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. Like no, no need to be unnecessarily rude to Charlie who's done nothing but like love you and get you a car. Exactly. And Barry Cobbler. Exactly. And Berry Cobbler and Garden Burgers. Exactly. Charlie is a king and deserves to be treated as such. And something I'm proud of, I knew something about Twilight that Arzum didn't. I pointed out who Stephanie Meyer was in the show, in the movie, when she had her cameo. That was a very impressive thing to point out. I know. I was very impressed at myself. I'm impressed. Um, There's not very much about Twilight that I don't know. So... (laughs) Yeah, so I was like, oh, that girl ordering, that person ordering the garden burger, that's Stephanie Meyer. I killed it. That's the best thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> was that really Stephanie Meyer? Yeah. You know the one that's sitting on the counter? Really? Yeah. You guys should note this down. Suna is a twihard. Suna is a twihard. Also, they're also called, I did some researching for this, another name that they go by is Fanpires. Oh, I like fan. I like fanpires way better. I like twihards. This is why I was shocked that pe- twihards call themselves twihards because it sounds like they're tryhards. Like it doesn't sound good. Yes, yeah, so I tried to call me this as a as an insult, and then she was like, "I was like, yeah, yeah." And she was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, no, I called her a twihard, thinking I was clever and insulting her, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm a twihard. What about it?" <laughs> <laughs> fandom names are forever forever ruining yeah. the disc yeah but like fanpire i can get behind this petition to change twihards to fanpires but the problem with fanpires is that it's not as inclusive to those who support the werewolves i guess so i'll think of a different name for them let's see fanwolves no it didn't work fanwolves sadie do you have a worst sister story? I do not. Have a think about it while Arzum tells you ours. What was ours, Arzum? Didn't we have a joint one again? Yes, we did. Um, so this past week um, I've been visiting Suna and um, we were both working from home during this time. And um, because I have FOMO, I didn't want to work in the office that was like set up for me and I was basically working at the kitchen table while Suna worked at her desk. So we were very close. But that meant like when I had meetings and stuff like that, that we were kind of in each other's pockets. Um, And so 
for one of my meetings, I was in a call, I had my video camera on and everything and I'm talking through work, but um, Suna's dogs kept barking like a lot and um, Suna wanted to go put them in her room, but she didn't want to be seen on the video. So while I'm like on camera and trying to talk to my team and like listen and everything, I suddenly see Suna on her hands and knees holding her two dogs very slowly crawling behind me <laughs> to get into her room and let the dogs in and then crawling back so that it's like not obvious that like the dogs are disturbing the meeting or that she's there and like isn't seen and stuff like that. But meanwhile, I'm literally like – laughing in the camera because I can't keep a straight face because all I see is like Suna's like head and butt in the air she's creeping like slowly trying to creep around <laughs> it was good times like it yeah I like it. it was good times oh my worst sister story I do have one from this morning um I went to the grocery store to get some milk and when I opened the fridge <laughs> there was um <laughs> I opened the fridge to get the milk, but like there's like a sharp metal thing that runs on the side of the glass door, like where the shelves for the milk are. And I cut my pinky on the glass on that metal shelving. And I basically got my blood on some extra milks. So if you see some milk marked down because it had blood on it, it was probably mine. (laughs) (laughs) Lucky there were no vampires around. I did call Adam and be like, if Edward was here right now, he'd find me irresistible. Well, cool. Well, thanks for talking Twilight with me, guys. It has made my life. Um, and I'm looking forward to talking about all of the rest of them. So much to say, so much to see. I'm looking forward to the rest of them because I actually don't have any memory of them. I'm also looking to forward to Sonat's comments on number two. <laughs> if... Um... You guys have anything you want to say about Twilight to agree or disagree with us? Um, let us know. And there will be a poll about whether or not Charlie is hot. Um, so, yeah, feel free to reach out to us on our socials. We're at Sister Worst on Twitter and at Worcestershire on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and TikTok. Sorry, that's the last one. And you can also email us at worcestershire at gmail.com. But yeah, let us know what you think and we'll see you guys next week with another episode of Shadewood. Um, Please make sure you um, like and share our content. It really helps get the word out um, and we appreciate all of your support. Send this to any any twihards you know. Or fanpires. Fanpires preferred. (laughs) But we'll take twihards. (laughs) Yeah. I'll count us out. Yep. Um, one, two, three. Had a bomb. Fill us one. Had a bomb. <laughs> I what said Bella. What did you say? I said let's go again with a one, two, three. Bella one. Ready? All right. Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Bella Swan. Bella Swan. Bella Swan. <laughs> <laughs>